Hi, all you SPMEs out there. Today's video has three points, and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to the best tool on the market to help you figure out the right title for your book. So let's get into it. Today's video is on how do I find the right book title. Now, many authors, when you're getting started, you're so excited about writing the book in the first place that you spend very little time thinking about what should the title for your book be. And also the subtitle, because it's not just the main primary title, primary title, but the subtitle as well is incredibly important and something that is often neglected when you're getting started in self-publishing. Another thing is that authors begin the process and move too quickly. You come up with clever titles or whatever, and you don't understand some of the secrets behind the power of titles and why titles matter. And that is what we are going to answer in today's video. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Do me a favor and hit the subscribe button so that other people can find this video. That would be very helpful to me. Thanks. And check out in the description and grab a copy of my absolutely free self-publishing checklist to make sure that you are not skipping any of the key steps to winning at the self-publishing game, both in getting your book out onto the market and also selling afterwards. So go ahead and take a look at that. Just a free checklist. You can enjoy that and get going. So let's get into today's video. From my own story, when I first started publishing, I had no idea about the importance of titles. I assumed, well, the title should describe a little bit about what you're doing and maybe take an interesting spin. I had seen some of the most popular titles out there where they had just funny, fancy names or interesting things. I chose, for example, on my own books to shoot for power lists as a key issue on the title. That, by the way, would be a mistake by today's standards in terms of even then it was not a good idea because nobody is searching for power lists. And when they see it, it's not clear what the value of what I am putting onto the market is. So they wouldn't know, should they get it? Should they not get it? It brings too many questions and therefore it was not a very strategic name. The thing is, is that I'd uh, heard about the power of keywords, but I didn't actually implement it. Some people and courses and videos that I was watching at the time were starting to push this idea that you need to pay attention to what people are searching for. So we're going to deliver value to somebody, but they have to be able to find us if they're searching. And so in my case, the big mistake of choosing power lists was that nobody was searching for that. So it would never show up in the search results for that specific one. So I began changing my titles. So for example, my very first book, Achieve Your Goals Now with Power Lists, I was able to change that to Goals and then Achieve Your Goal Lit. Your, your Goals Now with Power Lists. Do you see how this goes? And my Habit Ignition book, became habits and then the subtitle habit ignition and you'll notice i was screwing up the issue of making sure the subtitles were also there because you have space in both of them and 
the end result was I started seeing the sales jump because people were searching for some of these words and phrases or other books with the same phrases and my books were being recommended and being sent out on email lists and all sorts of stuff that resulted in making more sales just by simply changing the title. Now keep in mind, you may be thinking it's the quality of your book or the length of your book or something like that that is what really is drawing people in and you're mistaken. That will result in your reviews being positive and such but not with regard to the individual, uh, the question of whether or not they're going to find the book in the first place and increase the sales of the book. So from a long-term strategy, the quality of the book matters very much, but in the short run, it's actually the title is the first thing that's going to make you discoverable and make people find your book in the first place. The other thing which I did a mistake in the early years was keyword stuffing. You get so excited with keywords that you just start shoving them all over the place and it makes a title that's very difficult to read. And after a while, some of the places that I would publish my books would start to reject the book. So I had to redo the titles and remove the keywords. Now some of my books still contain keyword stuffing in them. And the person who buys the title, they would be looking for something and it would then show up one of my books, which would have it. And the keywords are all related to the title. So there's nothing misleading. It's just making sure that it's a good match. And we can use all sorts of tools, which I'll mention later in terms of finding which additional keywords will be useful to have in the title and the description. Because we're trying to find our ideal audience, and this is a key way of doing it. We want those readers to easily find your book. You're, we're using the right keywords in the title and, it, and so when they search, it's going to show up. And some people, by the way, they wonder if this also works for fiction, and it definitely does, both in terms of the covers they're looking for need to match the covers, and you may wish to do it, like if it's some Amish romance book, where you're going to need to include the word Amish in there. Don't assume that just because your book is about that, that they're going to be able to guess this, and that is not the case. It's going to be the title that draws them in, and your title should not be that much different than what other people in the same niche and genre are writing about. So that's something else that is incredibly important. So how do I find the right book title? Well, the first thing is your title should promise to deliver something. The correct title is going to tell you. So if you're if you're training people how to ride horses, then your title needs to be something like learn the seven easy steps to riding horses or get up on the horse and learn to ride immediately. Nothing silly like uh flying on horses or or some other title where you make up a word or a phrase that nobody is searching for because it will make your book disappear. And this also deals with the cover. The cover needs to match the genre and it also needs to deliver a promise. People read books to solve a problem. Nonfiction are easy because the problem is straightforward. So your book should just promise to deliver that in the title and the cover should also. And for your nonfiction, or your fiction books, that was the nonfiction, and then for your fiction books, they should be promising to deliver entertainment or certain emotional appeal. It'll scare you, it'll excite you. There's lots of reasons people read fiction books and your title needs to make that promise to draw them into what exactly you're doing. And it is incredibly important because if the title does not contain the things that are gonna draw them in, when they do see the title, they're gonna wonder, is it what exactly is being delivered? Which problem is this solving? And I don't know if this is right for me. But remember, they will not ever find it in the first place if the keywords are incorrect inside of the title. And this is not the place to be clever. Inside the book, you can have paragraphs 
and chapters dedicated to a system you've developed, which has all sorts of, you know, acronyms and words and phrases that you yourself have made up and are trademarking, but it would not be suggested to do it on the front, on the title. Now, there are exceptions to this rule where you'll find a title that does include stuff like this, but almost always on the bestseller list, there are going to be authors that already are doing well. We're not talking about new authors here. We're talking about authors that are already established and doing great now. And so you should not be thinking that just because Stephen King does something where it doesn't clearly identify what's being promised, even though he actually does follow these rules, then uh, that therefore you should be able to do it. No, rules are broken all the time by the best sellers, but they didn't become the best sellers initially. And that's something you also need to take into account. So let's get into the secret answer for today, our third point and secret point of the day. It is that KD Spy is a fantastic tool that I use regularly to figure out what my titles should be. It makes it easy to use figuring out the keywords that would be going into it. And so what happens is you can look up a keyword and it will pull up all of the books on that. And it will also show you at the bottom of KD Spy whether or not this is a good keyword on three different categories. And the third one, which would be looking at you have your competition and you have how many sales are going through it and these sorts of things, it gives us the ability to figure out which keywords you should be targeting. In addition, I like to look at the total number of books. One of my students recently was asking this exact question the total number of books that are on the market for that keyword divided by the number of books that Katie Spy shows up in the top 20. So the first results on there, and that gives us a ratio. And if a book has a ratio of under 30, the magic ratio, then it's a great book to do it in. Now, the person I was helping with this particular method, their ratio was 300. And so this is not something that I would recommend, but that is an option that you have with regards to trying to figure out whether or not a keyword is going to be profitable and a profitable keyword people are searching for it and your book needs to show up on page one. That's our goal. And the reason we want the basic sales rank under 100,000, it's because those books are selling one copy per day, which is a fantastic area to be in when you're selling books. And that's something you're definitely not going to want to miss. You can find my affiliate link for Katie Spy below in the description, and that will help you help yourself to make sure your books are discoverable, where people are able to quickly find them based upon you choosing the correct title and not confusing your readers with what you're doing. So, do you think about keywords when creating your titles? If you do, I want to write the word yes below in the comments. And if you've never thought about it, write the word no in the comments. Or if you think it's not important, write no down in the comments. And check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.